This is the Behind the Line Podcast, and this is Pacific Northwest Headline News for Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Washington State has its first case of monkeypox. Washington health officials said Monday they were investigating a presumptive case of monkeypox in the state. It's one of less than 10 confirmed or suspected monkeypox cases in the U.S. So, of course, why not here? A few details were immediately known, but the presumptive case of monkeypox virus was reported to Public Health Seattle and King County on Sunday. The person infected is an adult man who traveled in the last month to a country that has had recent cases of monkeypox. That person was not hospitalized and is isolating at home. I also heard this afternoon that California has its first case as well in Sacramento. So, supposedly this thing doesn't spread easily, but uh, all evidence to the contrary, it seems to be spreading. Scientists who have monitored numerous outbreaks of monkeypox in Africa say they are baffled by the disease's recent spread in Europe and North America. Cases of the smallpox-related disease have previously been seen only among people with links to Central and West Africa, but in the past week, Britain, Spain, Portugal, Italy, U.S., Sweden, and Canada all reported infections, mostly in young men who hadn't previously traveled to Africa. France, Germany, Belgium, and Australia confirmed their first cases of monkeypox on Friday. Monkeypox typically causes fever, chills, a rash, and lesions on the face or genitals. WHO estimates the disease is fatal for up to 1 in 10 people, but smallpox vaccines are protective and some antiviral drugs are also being developed. And on a little side note about the old monkeypox, last year the Nuclear Threat Initiative and at the Munich conference conducted a tabletop exercise of an extremely deadly pandemic that spread throughout the world and how they would address that. And can you take a guess at what virus they chose for their tabletop exercise? Monkeypox. And former Bothell mayor and 2020 gubernatorial candidate Joshua Freed has been accused in a spate of lawsuits of misleading investors failing to pay creditors and misappropriating money that was supposed to go toward a Kingston town home development. Freed, a longtime home builder, resigned abruptly as chair of King, the King County Republican Party in early February, not long after contractors and a lender sued him for unpaid debts. Several of the lawsuits center on a 140-unit townhome development called Seaside Kingston, which has been under development by Freed for years, less than a mile from the Kitsap County town's ferry terminal. Some of the most serious lawsuit allegations overlap with Freed's unsuccessful 2020 gubernatorial campaign to which he initially donated $500,000 when he sought to become the Republican challenger to Governor Jay Inslee. Freed placed third in the primary. A prominent Bellevue real estate investor accused Freed in a lawsuit filed last year of misappropriating more than $2 million that Springman had invested in the Kingston Town Home Development. But Freed, the alleged misappropriations took place in late 2019, a period when Freed was launching his candidacy for governor. On September 14th of that year, he loaned $500,000 to his own campaign. A few months later, Freed paid himself that money back, but ran afoul of a state law limiting such repayments. He wound up returning $450,000 to himself 
and was fined $25,000 by the State Public Disclosure Commission for violating campaign finance law. In all, count, counting the refund, Freed contributed nearly 230000 to his 2020 campaign, including cash and in-kind donations out of the $1.6 million he raised, according to PDC records. Just, I don't know why this would surprise anybody. He's just a typical politician, corrupt. It doesn't really matter if they have the little R or the little D by their name. They're all corrupt. One of his companies has gone bankrupt. He is being accused of fraud where he solicited a $300,000 investment from a family claiming there would be a 22% profit within a year. Uh, the guy is just a dirtbag and he was known to be uh, basically out of money at the time when he solicited the $300,000. Most of these, or some of these lawsuits, there's multiple lawsuits against him, have been settled out of court for undisclosed amounts of money. In March, Freed sold his family's Bothell home for $3.85 million, probably to pay off all these debts that he owes. Like I said, it doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat. Politicians are just dirtbags across the board. Multnomah County, Oregon, a circuit court judge on Monday agreed with Metro that a proposed initiative petition relating to providing emergency shelters for homeless people could not appear on the ballot in November. In May 2020, Metro voters approved a ballot measure referred to them by the Metro Council called Supporting Housing Services. The measure taxes wealthy people and big businesses to help fund programs to help homeless people get into permanent housing. Can you say socialism? In April of this year, petitioners with a group known as People for Portland filed a petition that would, among other things, require 75% of that tax money go toward constructing and running emergency homeless shelters and would require cities to enforce anti-camping ordinances before they could tap into the funds. In a statement, People for Portland said it was disappointed in the judge's ruling. You can't transfer wealth like that. It's communism, plain and simple. Fire restrictions, including a ban on fireworks use, will go into effect on Friday for all Bureau of Land Management public lands throughout Oregon and Washington states, the agency announced Monday. Fire restrictions help reduce the risk of human-caused fires. Starting Friday, the use of fireworks, exploding targets or metallic targets, steel component ammunition, core or jacket, tracer or incendiary devices, and sky lanterns will be prohibited. It's going to be a fun summer yet again. No target shooting with steel jacketed ammo. The California Assembly passed a measure Monday that would allow parents to sue social media companies for up to $25,000 per violation if their child becomes addicted to their platforms. According to the bill, addiction is defined as those under 18 who are harmed physically, mentally, emotionally, developmentally, or materially, and who wish to stop or cut down on their social media usage but are unable to because they are preoccupied or obsessed with the platforms. The era of unfettered social experimentation on children is over, and we will protect kids. And you may think, this sounds like a Democrat law, but you would be wrong. 
This is a Republican law. Republican Assemblyman and author of the bill, Jordan Cunningham, said about... Okay, well, parents, I guess it's up to the state to control your children for you. A man who set nearly a dozen fires, wildfires, in Northern California National Forest pleaded guilty Monday to being a serial arsonist. Eric Michael Smith, 41, of Redding, entered guilty pleas to four counts of arson in a federal court in Sacramento, but acknowledged setting other blazes in his plea agreement. Under the agreement, prosecutors will recommend no more than a 33-month sentence. Pathetic. Smith could have faced up to 20 years in prison if convicted on all charges. Court documents indicate that between June 2019 and July 2020, Smith lit at least 11 fires in the Shasta Trinity National Forest, many of them in the early morning hours. He used hard-to-detect ignition sources such as cigarette lighters and handheld torches to ignite these fires in remote locations. Yeah, we definitely need him not to serve much time and be back out setting more fires, you know, climate change fires and all. This has been Pacific Northwest Headline News. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Thanks for listening.